What's up and welcome to episode 5. This episode is going to be about the UFC, UFC 254 and everything that happened. Stay tuned and enjoy. Welcome to episode 5. It is Sunday night, October 25th and man oh man, we have had so many things happened in so many different sports. But tonight, I'm going to talk about the UFC. I mean, honestly, it's thanks to the UFC in part that some of the sports are back, especially in the United States. Now, the UFC was basically the only sport that, yeah, they took a break, but that's because they had to from, you know, the higher-ups. If it weren't from the higher-ups, they would have kept on going. But the UFC, they're the ones who said, hey, we're going to create a plan. We're going to create a plan that works. It's going to be expensive. It's going to be a big deal. And it's going to be a drag. But we're going to create a plan that works so we can keep on having fights and keep the entertainment up. Especially since everybody's at home. You know, everybody's going to go crazy without sports. So the UFC came through. They have had fights every single weekend for the longest. They're basically the only sport that has not stopped or taken a break. Now, like I said, big shout out to the UFC for doing that. One thing I really like that the UFC is doing is um, they're having fighters as commentators. So you're listening to actual fighters that know what's going on and know the game. They know the fights. They know the mentality. They've been through it. They lived through it. So whenever they're commentating, it's so much better not to hate on the other commentators that aren't actual UFC fighters. But when the UFC fighter is commentating, it's so much more fluid, so much, it's it's more enjoyable to listen. Now, what I've noticed in the recent uh, UFC fights is that uh, UFC fighters are actually the ones asking questions to other UFC fighters that are fighting on that card, instead of the media. Of course, the media is still there, but more questions coming out of fighters are a little bit more interesting than the media. The media is just going to try on try to get under fighter skins and try to cause problems and all this and that. That's the media's job, you know. Get more ratings. But fighters asking other fighters questions, I think that's a lot more interesting. So I really like that. Now, obviously, I'm not a judge. Um, and I don't know what would have to happen, but... I would really love to see fighters, actual fighters, retired fighters, or um, fighters that are still fighting, do some judging. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's consequences to that because you got to be, how can I say, you can't really judge a fighter that's in your camp or that's in your uh, gym. I don't think that would be allowed that's why I say retire fighters because maybe they're not in the gym no more but since it's 
commission, a state commission, I guess they got to get a license through different states in order to be a judge. But I would really love to see fighters judge a fight just because, like I said, same thing with commentating. They've lived through it. They know what's going on. They know when they're actually fighting. They know, hey, if I get knocked down, it means this. It means that. Now, if you're out there just doing little kicks, yeah, you may have more hits. Like the um, the striking, you may strike a hundred times, and your opponent may strike twenty times. But if those twenty times are significant strikes, like big heavy strikes that land, compared to the opponent uh, the opponent that gave a hundred strikes that are just you know not hard strikes that they didn't really do anything. So far, the judges just count, oh, hey, you know, he stroked more. He landed more blows. They weren't really significant. They didn't do anything, but he landed more blows, so that's more points, you know. Um, now, judges, fighters that are judges, you know, I think it would be more fair to fighters than having, you know, state commission judges. Because, I mean... I don't want to hate on Alexander uh, Volkanovsky, but those two fights that he had with Matt Holloway, the first one, yes, it was pretty close. The second one, I really think, I honestly think, honestly think that Holloway won uh, three out of two rounds. So basically, three rounds, Alexander Vol- Volkanovsky won two rounds. So I think they should have gave that to Holloway. Now, like I said, that's not the only fight. There's plenty of other fights where a fighter should have won, but the judges gave it to the other ju- the other fighter. So in that sense, I really hope or I would like at least one fighter. Maybe they, they have, I don't know how many judges they have. I don't really pay attention, three, four. But out of those three or four judges, two of them, if it's four, two of them should be fighters. Two of them should be judges, uh, state commission judges if it's three you know maybe at least one actual fighter retired fighter or a fighter that still is not retired (laughs) but yeah i mean that's one thing i would love to see now biggest fight so far i don't think i can call this i don't think i can say hey like um like last week it was ortega versus korean zombie that was a nice fight. Ortega basically destroyed Zombie in striking, which is pretty impressive. Seeing how Zombie is pretty good at striking. This uh, weekend, it was UFC 254. Uh, Khabib undefeated versus Justin. That was a big fight. Now, like I said, we had Morales versus Sanhagen. We have had... Um, home versus Aldana, Covington versus Woodley, Adasanya versus Costa was pretty big, Smith versus Rakic, uh, Munoz versus Edgar. I mean, we have had big fights all this year. I can't really say this is the biggest fight. I mean, Khabib versus... Um, 
excuse me, I lost my train of thought. Khabib versus Justin Gagey was pretty big. Um, but, like I said, there's more fights coming up. Um, not too many because it's almost the end of the year. But I can't really say this fight is the biggest. They've, they, All the fights have been pretty good, pretty amazing. I mean, a lot of fight cards that have been great. Speaking of UFC 254, we're going to talk about the main results and the thoughts. Now, Khabib versus Justin Gagey. We got Robert Whitaker versus Jared Cornier. Alexander Volkov versus Walt Harris. And uh, not to hate or not to disrespect, but I didn't really watch the other fights, just the main fights. Now, um, Robert Whitaker versus Jared Cornier. Cornier? Cornier. Sorry if I pronounced that last name bad. But Robert Whitaker came out and showed why he was the champion for so long and why he was such a good champion. Um, he came out and did a good job. He almost put uh, Jared away, uh, which I was pretty impressed, especially since Jared has been just running through people since he came down in weight. Um, I think Robert said that he's ready for Adesanya. Now, Adesanya destroyed... I mean, he outclassed and destroyed Paulo Costa. I thought Paulo Costa was going to give him a harder time. But anyways, Robert Whitaker versus uh, Till, Darren Till. He basically, that was a, that was a tough fight. It was, a, uh, it was basically a chess match. Now, I, you know, he beat Darren Till. He beat Jerry Cornier. You know, so he beat the top, the top contenders. Um, Paul Acosta already lost. I think Robert, you know, after coming out, after coming off two big wins, I think he's ready to fight Adesanya. And like Robert Rudiger said, he was burnt out. He needed a break. He has had that break. He came back and showed his class, showed that he's champion material and outclassed. Or not, I don't want to say outclass, but beat two tough opponents. I would really like to see him against Adesanya again. If Adesanya can beat him again, then yeah, Adesanya's got this. But I think Robert Whitaker coming back can probably take the belt back. So, Robert Whitaker versus Adesanya is the match to make, if you ask me. Now, the main fight, Khabib versus Justin Khabib came out there and just showed why he is the best in the world, why he is considered the best pound-for-pound pound champ in the UFC right now. Justin Gagey is a, th- a tough, tough threat. I mean, if you saw Justin Gagey versus uh, Tony Ferguson, I'm surprised how he just beat Tony Ferguson up. His face was just destroyed. Um, and the fight, you know, Gagey said he was going to kick his legs, take his legs out. He kicked him a couple times, but Khabib just kept up the pressure. That pressure, that pressure that breaks people down. Khabib did a very good job with that pressure. 
and he eventually eventually got him down. He almost submitted him on the uh, first round, I believe. Yeah, he almost submitted him on the first round. Then in the second round, he came in with pressure and put him to sleep, literally put him to sleep with a triangle choke. And I mean, for him to do that to Gagey, that's, you know, has a really good wrestling background, Khabib just came in there and just, hey, I'm going to take you down. I'm going to ground and pound you and, you know, I'm going to submit you. Or I'm going to, I mean, have you seen his his last two fights? He submitted uh, Dustin Poirier and he submitted Conor McGregor. Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor have really good striking, but they don't have that wrestling that Justin Gagey has. Now, Justin Gagey, like I said, he's got really good wrestling, but... Khabib doing what Khabib does, you can see the difference in level. Now, the thing that did surprise me was that Khabib announced his retirement. Um, obviously, if you don't know, Khabib's dad passed away a couple months or, you know, yeah, a few months ago. And his dad has always been by his side. His dad has been training him all this. And Khabib basically said, hey, you know, I talked with my mother and my mother said, I, he doesn't want she doesn't want me fighting without my dad by my side and right now Khabib really needs some time to mourn you know he says that he's not fighting anymore but maybe a year from now or two years from now I mean he's still really young a year or two years from now he'll come back but with him retiring we have a vacant belt with the vacant belt obviously uh, Justin just fought he lost uh, Khabib is out. So right now they're, the UFC is talking about Dustin Poirier against McGregor. Now, I don't think they should say, hey, the winner between Dustin and McGregor will get the championship belt. One, because McGregor has been out for so long. Uh, he hasn't really fought. I don't want to say he hasn't fought anybody that's um, in the top top fighters. I mean, the last fighter he fought was Cerrone, but Cerrone is basically on his way out. He, I think Conor McGregor needs to fight the top fighters before he can be like, hey, I want that belt. So, we also got uh, Chandler, who Michael, I believe that's his name. Let me see. Michael Chandler. Yes, his name is Michael Chandler, and he is now with the UFC. Now, he is really good, and he is being thrown up there. He was actually going to be the replacement for Khabib or Gagey in case one of them could not make it. So if he would have been in there and would have been Khabib, that would have been crazy. Or would it be um, Gagey, would have been crazy. So now we got Tony versus Chandler. I think that's the best uh, next fight to make. And Dustin versus McGregor. Now, winner between Dustin versus McGregor and Chandler versus Tony, I think that's who should fight for the belt. So Chandler versus Tony first, then Dustin versus McGregor, and whoever wins goes for the title. So, those are my thoughts on UFC, and that's basically what happened this weekend. Again, big shout out to the UFC for staying strong and keeping us entertained, coming out with a plan. Um, but yeah, I mean... 
Let me know your thoughts about this episode and let me know your thoughts about the UFC and what they have been doing. Also, let me know if you think Chandler versus Tony should be a fight to make and Dustin versus McGregor. Obviously, they're in the talks, but hopefully they do get in a fight. And like I said, the winner between Chandler versus Tony and Dustin versus McGregor should fight for the belt. Let me know what you think. Again, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on YouTube. I'm going to post my first video on YouTube soon. So, uh, like I said, follow me on YouTube. Subscribe. Um, hit the notification bell. That way you know when I upload the video. And um, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, it's all the same. Insane Jano. But yeah, I mean, thanks for listening and hope you enjoyed.